0: Hey guys and um, welcome to Music Gals. Uh, this is the podcast where we sit down and have conversations with women and non-binary who work in all corners of the music industry and the purpose of this podcast is to uplift, inspire and support all those interested in music with a focus on girls who wish to work in the industry. So welcome, it's nice to meet you and I hope you enjoy. I'm so excited to be here for the first episode as this has been quite a long time in the making, I've been thinking about doing this for a while, so I'm so thankful to finally be here, finally releasing the first episode. This episode is going to feature a stunning artist who is also a close friend to me, Grace Lee. Grace has performed solo for a while, performing beautiful and heartfelt acoustic style songs and Grace's vocals of her are just amazing Um, and I'm super excited to have her here. Grace also performs in a band called All Over Again which she fronts so I urge you to go and check this out too. Uh, you can head over to at Music Podcast Instagram to see more on Grace and find links to her pages and work. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the episode. I wanted to um basically make a space where I could like sit down and talk to like loads of women like that inspire me in the music industry and stuff and like also talk about like obviously with the present situation like pressing topics that like we're all struggling with as well um mm-hmm. so first things like thank you so much grace for coming on <laughs> um like i really appreciate it and i'm really excited thank to you for to having you. me
1: i know it's been a bit of a faff sort in it but like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, <laughs> i know no. just christmas was like no
0: <laughs> yeah no, that's what i like i w- well obviously i was like oh, i was going to do it before christmas and then i was like oh um it's just like the holidays and you just want to relax don't you but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I'm really happy to have you on, cause, like, as the first person as well, because like I really look up to you, and you're a really good friend as well. So yeah, it's, it's great. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I thought first things first, if you just want to introduce like yourself, um, like what you do, um, and yeah, like basically how you got into music.
1: So I started music when I was a kid, really. I went to Catholic school, so as soon as they discovered I could sing a little bit, it was like, <laughs> you're going in the choir. So <laughs> that was me, like, all through school. And then my dad uh, plays guitar as well and sings. And I've just always, like, just grown up with music around me. Like, that's his guitar up on Aww, my wall. thank so <laughs> <Like, laughs> you cute. <Aww. laughs> that's the first guitar I ever learned to play on. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like yeah I've just always grown up with it around me, so I've just always like stuck with it and then, um, when I left school, I was just basically like I'm gonna do something that I know I'll enjoy, and at the end of it, I don't think I'd call it a job mm-hmm. because it's something that I enjoy and I don't get sick of doing i I never get sick of listening to music um so I just stuck with that um I am a singer songwriter really. Uh, But I'm also in a band. Uh, We've released a few singles this year. Uh, We're looking at, well, 2020. We're looking at getting a couple of bits out this year. Hopefully an EP, should COVID (laughs) allow us to eventually. We've (laughs) got everything recorded, but it's just like the sake of our bassist doesn't have recording equipment at home and stuff like that. And it's really just Mm -hmm. difficult to get it all sorted at the minute, but we're getting there. it's really tough
0: right now with everything going on it's so hard to like try and record like i know the pain it's so 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 hard. hard it's like it seems like a simple task but then like yeah, just, it's trying to find the motivation as well, like, to actually be creative sometimes when you, like, stuck yeah, in the house all day.
1: 100%. Like, over Christmas, I knitted a scarf and that was, like, my creative outlet. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even kidding, my mum's got it. She was like, who's that for? And I was like, you can have it if you want. And she's ended up with a scarf. Oh but, like, God. I was just trying to find just different things to do because... Mm-hmm. At the minute, like, finding the motivation to do, like, specific things, you just lose concentration halfway through. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I find
0: that. It's really hard.
1: Yeah. You just end yeah. up, like, faffing about and then the next thing you know, you tidy in your room and you found something from when you were five and you just sit there playing with it for ages and you're <laughs> <Yeah>. like,
0: why? <laughs> that is literally me.
1: <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it's it is really hard, especially like trying to like write music without like being able to see people. Like I've been like, um, like writing songs and like sending them to my bass player, and he like listens to them and he messages me and he's mm. like, oh, "I really like like that," and I'm like, "Cool." Like it's really hard to like yeah. kind of gauge like what people think and stuff. It yeah, it's it's hard because yeah. obviously you've you started off solo. Um, kind of like me actually i basically was like acoustic like etc yeah and then like you've ended up kind of like fronting like all over again and i like, i love to like more know the story of that and like how like comfortable you feel like with them now and like if it's really different to like what you were used to before
1: oh yeah so i've i've done some band stuff before but it was kind of for like um it was like a house band kind of thing like i didn't know them they were all middle-aged men from the <laughs> Mansfield Old Library. <laughs> and and um, so, like, I've I've had that kind of experience and I have had experience, like, collaborating with other musicians, but I'd never been, like, the front woman of a band or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'd always wanted to be because I love doing stuff like that. I love, like, being able to go mental when listening to music. Um Like, I feel like when you play a gig, you should play it as if you're singing in the shower. Because I feel like anyone who is listening would know that when you are in the shower, (laughs) you sing. (laughs) And you (laughs) sing. (laughs) And I just feel like when I actually actually do a gig, I want to sing like that. I want to sing like nobody's there. Nobody is really that bothered i know they will be but like i want to sing as if i'm singing for me because that's what i'm doing i'm singing for me and i'm singing for my band and like so i started off obviously solo um and came to uni where i met sam who is the drummer for all over again um and basically he's been in this band for about five years um he's known the bassist and guitarist for absolutely ages um and they previously had a different lead singer but they just didn't really gel uh, the way that they wanted to as a band and um she moved mm-hmm. on to doing her own kind of stuff and um the rest of the band just kind of felt like th- we they do better and do more stuff um as separate entities i guess so they disbanded, but the boys obviously all just stayed together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just talking to Sam, and he was just kind of like telling me how it all went down. And I was like, you'll find somebody. Uh, there are loads of acoustic musicians in knots that want to be in a band, or there are people that are just solo, don't play any instruments, that want to be in a band and stuff like that. And I was like, myself included, dude. And he was just like, you want in? <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> basically so it's purely because like me and Sam just gelled so well like we've got the same taste in music we've got similar sense of humour we're all just an absolute bunch of weirdos to be quite honest (laughs) (laughs) but like the day I first met them um, we all went in a studio session and I didn't even realise until about last week I've been in the band for over a year now and I didn't realise until last week when I had a proper conversation with my bassist (laughs) Um, he didn't even know that I was going to be in that studio session. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. He just turned up, and then Sam was like, "Grace, this is Alex. Alex, this is Grace. You're friends now." And that, that literally happened, and it it just did. Like we all yeah. just gelled so well, um, and it's it's great. They're like extra brothers, and oh, it's it's amazing. lovely. Like we all get along so well we're super close and even though I am in a band full of boys (laughs) it's not that bad yeah I'm (laughs) sure it's not
0: (laughs) how have you felt being the front person like going in like do you have you taken over a lot of the writing like responsibilities or like how does that go
1: um So, they had quite a few tracks uh, that they've had written for a while. So, we Mm -hmm. all kind of pitch in with everything. So, Sam is like a little one man band. Like, he plays drums in the band, but he can play bass and he knows exactly what he wants guitar riffs to sound like and things like that and can, like, sort of emulate them to Ashton. And then Ashton will be like, okay, cool, we'll do this and make it sound a bit cooler. Um, And Ash is a a whiz guitarist like i wish i could play like that like that's why i wanted to be in a band because i'm (laughs) very like mediocre on the guitar um i just basically taught myself so that i could go out and do gigs Mm -hmm. but i'm very much an acoustic player whereas he can do like he can shred and he can do like proper nice lead stuff and it's beautiful As much as we joke that some of the stuff he plays sounds like a doorbell, like (laughs) he is—he is good. Like our song "Breathe Me In," the first three notes sound like a doorbell. You won't be able to unhear it now. (laughs) But but it sounds like a doorbell. I've not heard (laughs) it yet. It sounds like a doorbell. Um, But like he's—he's just amazing at writing. Uh, like riffs and stuff, and then like yeah. all of us kind of gel together the pieces and can write like together. So they they handed me um a few of the tracks and basically just said these are the lyrics that we've got. You don't have to stick with them if you want to change bits, do what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got one of those tracks that we're definitely putting on the EP. Uh, yeah. in a few months. Oh, that's amazing. Um, but I like changed a couple of little bits um to sort of like add my own spin to it um and then yeah we've kind of just gone like that and then i i gave them a couple of the songs that i wrote by myself before mm-hmm. um and then we just kind of beefed them out to make it sound like all over oh, that's again that's
0: really fun that's really and fun. that's that's what yeah. we did
1: with our latest single fire i wrote mm-hmm. that um and presented it to the boys and then yeah. they were like this is going to be cool. And then we just basically were like, right, completely changing how this sounds. But it's yeah. going to be cool. And then, yeah, just going from there with stuff like that, like it is so much fun, even though it's been hard like this year, we still like we just sort of like send each other the voice notes and stuff over Facebook and then we'll be mm-hmm. like, right, this is cool. If you can put it in a logic file, do it, send it over. We'll do what we can and yeah.
0: things like that it is actually so amazing that we can still like actually write when we can't see each other like it is really cool
1: yeah like it's and it it weird but it's yeah. cool because i feel like you can have more time to sort of have your creative input on yeah. each piece of a song
0: mm-hmm. doing
1: it this way kind of rather than if you sat in a room you're trying to get something done and you're trying to get this bit like perfected kind of thing and you yeah. don't i feel like you don't get to sit and sit on it as much with as much like creative time
0: yeah and you're probably also thinking like i mean i find this like worrying about what people think maybe like more when whereas when you're on your own you just kind of bow it and like you do what you want and like you get it yeah, written you in just whatever way you would do
1: flow and then if something sounds like crap you change it yeah <laughs> and no one ever had to know that that really bad bit existed
0: (laughs) and you can analyze and like think about feedbacks for things a bit more whereas if you're in the room Mm. and you're just jamming out to a song you're not going to be that critical of it are you do you know what i mean no yeah Um, I wanted to hear more about obviously your solo stuff as well so Play Pretend it's like <laughs> a really beautiful track I love it um, so basically what was it like because it's obviously your first release like how did you find the process mm-hmm. of like releasing it and like basically what's it
1: what's it about
0: <laughs> where did it come from so
1: that song like I wrote that back in college actually yeah. um, I started writing it like for a project mm-hmm. and then I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different with it, so basically the like second chord in the whole song I was obsessed with that chord for like a really long time for some reason, and I just really wanted to incorporate it into something mm-hmm. um and I kind of created that little like slidey bit, but it was more um like just played all the way through as rhythm, and then in first year of uni. I got the opportunity during industry week to work with a few like band members at Uni um and make it more of a band track to have like a live lounge type thing. Um oh, wow, and then okay. it ended up rather than doing the live lounge, because the guy who was meant to come down to record that was ill, we ended up having uh Loik from Motor Museum, I believe it is in Liverpool, mm-hmm. the studio's up there. Um, He's a top, top, top class uh, sound engineer. Come down and record it up, record the whole song. And like, it was amazing. Cause we, I've never recorded in that kind of way. So it was like, we all played together. So there was me and another guitarist, Josh, um, who played the beautiful, like finger style,
0: oh, uh, wow, run through yeah.
1: of the chords through it. I mm-hmm. love that so much and I wish I could play it like that. <laughs> but And then we had the bassist, keys and drums in another live room, but we could still all see each other. Mm-hmm. So we could still like play to one another. And that oh, was pretty that's cool. Oh, nice, yeah. Um, like recording in that kind of way. Uh, it was very different, but recording like that, I feel like allowed everyone to really like get the best out of it because you're playing with other people. You're not playing with a track
0: oh yeah so definitely, it, it got yeah. more of
1: a natural feel to it while also obviously still being in time to a click all of that kind of stuff
0: mm-hmm. and having
1: an engineer that actually would turn around and say like is everything in tune how do you feel about this i think this could be improved with this kind of thing mm-hmm. like it was great it was such an interesting experience um so like that was how that was all recorded um and then through that, like I got a mix of it because it went on to the confetti album,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and I got a mix of it through that, but there were a couple of little bits that I wanted to make sound slightly different, so I did some mixing of it myself. Oh, wow! Um, okay. and I actually got Sam to give me a hand on some bits <laughs> as well. <laughs> Again, Sam the little wizard. Um, I got him to give me a hand, and then I just basically sat with that file for like three months. And I was like, I'm going to release this. I'm going to release this. I know how this feels. <laughs> and, then, and then it was like, I'm going to release it now. <laughs> and then eventually did it. Um but, yeah, I got that finished in about May of first year and then I released it in the September. So yeah. I wasn't really sat on it for that long. but I Yeah, kind that's of not too bad. I like 100% was sat throughout <laughs> the entirety of summer like, I will release this. It will get released. Yeah. It will be cool. But I had help from uh, a guy called Carl. Uh, and he's been in several of, like, some pretty successful Knotts bands. Oh. Um, he's currently in Tig's. Oh, Uh, yeah. Which is a duo. Um, And he helped me out with, like, who to use for distribution. uh, Helped me with the artwork. He actually made the artwork for it. Um, Helped me get in touch with uh, Sam, who runs the uh, Rescue Rooms acoustic nights and stuff like that. That's great, yeah. Um, He got me in touch with him to get me, like, my own uh, headline slot on the Acoustic Rooms open mic night.
0: Oh yeah! Um, Oh, that's amazing. So I
1: did like a little release show kind of thing, and it was so cute. It was so like intimate and nice. And I think there were about four people in the room that I didn't know, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, "On, I could have cried." And it was on. It was lovely, like such a lovely thing. Yeah. Um, And the guy who was actually, like, running the open mic night took a photo at the end, and he was like, I just want to take a photo of you with everyone in this room because it just Aww. looks, like, just so nice. Yeah. And I've got I've got that photo forever, even though I look like a bit of a mug in that photo because he made me laugh <laughs> as he took it <laughs> and then didn't take a second one. And I was like, yay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but... <laughs> Absolute dreadful mistake. You never only take one photo. No, you need one. But, <laughs> <laughs> always need more. Yeah. But yeah, so that was like the whole um process of getting play pretend out. Yeah. Um and then I had a few more like in the pipeline, but I've realized over the last like year or so, actually writing with the band,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I keep accidentally writing in three, four. <laughs> because of the band, I or, don't no just because I just sit and then I just play in three four. I know like, how it feels like you kind of just get in like, a
0: Zoom where you can't stop doing a, a certain thing. I, I to be fair, yeah. I actually did do that for a bit. Well, yeah, I, I kept writing like songs in three four actually. I feel like once yeah. you kind of it's a really nice, it's really nice type like times you just play in. Like it, feels it really is, nice. it's a
1: really, really nice time yeah. signature, but it's horrible to record to. <laughs> I bet it is. Because yeah. you're so used to hearing like one, two, three, four on a click. Yeah, it was that like must one, two, three, one, two and I was like, I yeah. can't I can't do this. No, like actually really recording to a click because I have I wrote another song called Butterfly Wing, which I wrote when I had a friend of mine who was going through like a really rough yeah, that I think I've heard
0: you perform that song actually.
1: Yeah, it's a really pretty song. I think you might have yeah. done actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the five minute long song because there's nothing in it that I want to take out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but know. it's that. like it's because it's
1: like quite slow though. It's not a very like high BPM, so yeah, I can forgive it. <laughs> I can forgive <laughs> it for being a bit too long. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I tried to record that and it just wasn't happening like I got I got a full mix of it but I didn't actually record it to a click and then someone tried to play some like really acoustic drums to it and I just felt like it didn't sound the way I wanted it to and then the engineer I was working with at the time gave me a mix of it and it sounded like it was being played like through a kitchen roll tube and I was like I don't know how this has happened
0: it is really hard like some songs like i've had this struggle a million times like some songs just don't translate well in recordings or i don't even know what it is like it might it's probably not being funny but sometimes you do find it is like how you've recorded it who you've recorded it with and stuff Mm, does contribute but um like yeah i feel like i'm maybe too picky but i really struggle to get recordings that i like like yeah (laughs) it takes a while i know exactly what you mean
1: i need to like it's finding the people to record with as well Mm -hmm. yeah that is really difficult because you feel like you've found the right people to record with and then something goes wrong and then you're like no (laughs) no yeah
0: it's like trying to find that perfect match really like where you also work well but you also like get a really great sound from it like it can be yeah
1: exactly like you want the kind of people that you can have a laugh with during the session that aren't like really on your back but are also kind of like, this could sound better. Do you want to do this again? Kind of thing. We feel like we might have found a few people like that. But again, it's, I think it's a case of you need to work with people like a few times. Yeah. To get that kind of gist. Cause like I had a few people that I really got along with in uh, first year. And then in second year, it just all went downhill. And it was just kind of like, that's just not, that's just not carrying on. Yeah. Um, so I think trying to find the right people to be around is also, like, really, really important for getting yeah. a recording the way you want it to sound. I think I will, I will get there eventually. I will get that song released. I'm determined. It's just going to take some time. I'm just going to get someone else to play the guitar, I think, because I think it's just me <laughs> trying to play the guitar to a 3-4 click is mm-hmm. ri- my brain just kind of shuts down like I make it halfway through the song and then I'm like I think I've played that wrong
0: that does sound really and then I stressful. listen to it
1: through and then I actually haven't played it wrong yeah and I just overthought the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> but then I do that every take after and then you're like no
0: you will no. get recorded like, I literally I it's will <laughs> just such a- no, but it's so stressful like honestly recording can be like for years like it was literally like I feel like for years it was probably my least favorite part like i love performing and like i love playing and then i record and i get really stressed out but i feel like it's mm. probably gone the other way now like i've i've got the hang of it more but it, yeah like i said it does depend on who you're working with and like yeah, yeah like it does take a few times recording with people to realize you know what you want and like yeah how you want it to Definitely. sound and stuff it's really important as well knowing how you want it to sound i'm never exactly. good at knowing how i want it to sound <laughs>
1: we like, always yeah. take in like reference material yeah meaning like sam will have done a really rough mix and be like we want it to sound like this mm-hmm. can you please help us make it sound like this <laughs> um and then it's whether or not the people are actually interested in that
0: yeah definitely like
1: yeah do you think you've found like the right kind of people
0: um for that i well, i've recorded with like a few different people and like i think I've re- to be fair, with the songs that I've put out, I've absolutely like I don't put songs out unless I feel really proud of them. And I feel like people that I've worked with on those mm. tracks like I love the way they sound and stuff. Um and yeah, it's just about like finding like yeah, like trying it out with new people. Like most of them a couple of the tracks are done by the same guys and I work really well with them. Um mm-hmm. and then another track is actually recorded at Confetti and that was part of like Yeah I can't remember some sort of like Thing and it was you know mixed there and that that was dreams um so yeah that went really well as well mm. but I think it does yeah like I I think next time I'm gonna try and do something different I've been doing most of the stuff at the moment mm. from home like like you and like yeah. I don't really know how I feel about it like it's going well but I think I'm gonna get someone new to mix it because I can't um I can't be I get too picky um, yeah, I get really stressed out. Like I just honestly. I know exactly
1: what you mean. Like Sam does all of the mixing for our singles. Yeah. Um, and he with the first one, like it doesn't sound nearly how we want it to, and yeah. we are getting it mixed by someone else for it to be re-released. Yeah. But like he spent so long mixing that, and he goes through every drum take, scrutinizes mm-hmm. every single beat. Yeah. And like. My God, the amount of times that we had, like, band calls and Sam would just, like, come on FaceTime and be like, I want to cry. Yeah. (laughs) And we'd be like, I don't really know how to help you, mate, because I can't mix drums. (laughs) <laughs> I've tried like mixing drums is just
0: I don't know how to do it I've tried, tried. To put a bit of I EQ tried following on,
1: but- <laughs> like I tried following some guidance mm-hmm. and it just wasn't happening yeah I was like this sounds maybe like it's meant to <laughs> and then kind of I asked Sam and then he was like no <laughs> yeah no
0: it's like it's just such so- it's so hard to like disconnect and be like actually how do I explain it? Like, not ju- too judgmental. Because I think they say, like, you're mm. only ever going to like it. Like, you can never get it to 100%. So, like, if it's 80%, it's fine. I don't know. But yeah. I'd rather someone well, else You're never going to get
1: anything <laughs> to be, like, bang on. No. Because there's always going to be something different where someone will say, oh, that could have been cool there. Yeah. Or this could have sounded better if you did this chord or something mm. like that. But it's everyone's personal opinion.
0: Yeah. And listening to your voice back a million times, that kills me. Oh my me. god. Mm. You can the more you listen to it, the more flaws you hear.
1: Like Yeah. The more you listen to it, the more you're like, this yeah. whole thing is flat. But no one else can hear it. And I'm like A hundred percent. And you're like, there. It's right there. Do you not hear it? And then they're like, No. No I don't hear it. But I can even like I don't know if anyone else does this or if it is just me. But um Like, do you ever listen to actual music now and listen to how it's mixed? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, if something is slightly out of tune, do you notice it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I do. And it really bothers me. Because it happens in one of my, like, favourite songs. There's a little bit where it's just some really, like, plinky acoustic guitar. And then there's one strum where one of the strings is out of tune and I can hear it and it, like, it's (laughs) like nails on a chalkboard and i just i was i said it to my dad in the car and i replayed it three times and i was like dad can you not hear it and he was like no i feel like
0: the more you like listen to like stuff like it kind of like starts to like separate out and you can hear like the separate parts more yeah like i used to not you know i used to just listen to a song and like be like oh a song but like now I can hear like everything and all the bits and like yeah and sometimes I literally listen to songs and I'm like how does it sound so good like how have you got it like this and I'm just trying to listen I'm like how
1: and you're like how have you made your voice sound like that (laughs) (laughs)
0: was gonna say so this is the part where i kind of wanted to talk about like present times and stuff and like i feel mm-hmm. like one of the major things right now being like unable to perform is there's like a massive pressure to like stay online
1: yes
0: <laughs> um and like social media and um i've been i've definitely found it difficult to um you know like post content and stuff 100%. like particularly with my music accounts like yeah you know like how have you felt about this? Because obviously like I feel like I've just felt like what do I even post? I mean, most of the time I get quite nervous to post on my music accounts mm-hmm. anyway, because I'm like oversharing or undersharing. And specifically with yeah. COVID, it's just like, what do I post? How I know exactly how, how have what you, you mean. found
1: it. It's been so hard. Because like I feel mm. I feel like when you when you want to post on something like a music account, you want it to look really good. And you want it to appeal to people um. and you want it to obviously appeal to, like, if scouts might be looking at it or if record labels might be looking at it by some miracle. Um, and obviously at the moment, like, all you can take is a fancy photo of your guitar or something yeah. like that because you can't go out and do photo shoots because you mm-hmm. can't see people. Yeah. And it's like, or do I reuse photos from photo shoots that I've already posted before? Yeah. And it's it's really difficult because you can't really put out more much fresh content. Yeah. Because you don't have any. <laughs> no. I'm literally the same and it's like,
0: like, you know, you can't, like, yeah, you can't keep posting the same stuff. It's, like, trying to be creative and, like... Yeah. It's just... It's also just, like, really uninspiring. Like, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'd, do you know what I mean? I'm not... Like, nothing's inspiring me. Nothing you know there's occasionally things to post but yeah you're right like reusing photos gets a bit old doesn't it like it's just it's
1: so difficult like I feel like we're gonna have to actually start like drawing some stuff or something like we've got we've made some stuff to make badges and things Mm -hmm. like that and we we drew up like some merch designs and I feel like we're just gonna actually have to start using that as promo stuff even though we've not released it yet and we've not told people we're gonna release it yet yeah yeah like spoiler but <laughs> <laughs> um like it's just so difficult and like i had a load of badges made during the start of the first lockdown because obviously none of us knew how long this was gonna last we were told oh yeah lockdown's gonna be for three weeks <laughs> i'm pretty sure we've just been putting another one to be quite honest
0: yeah yep. i've not actually looked yep. at the news. yeah the knees yeah
1: introduces national lockdown we yeah great um <laughs> oh my at oh national day. lockdown national um, i'm not joking national lockdown
0: oh my god yeah at least yeah. mid-february as well yay wow loving life oh god see this is just like an example mm-hmm. like i don't even know like i've obviously obviously same like i'm now disclosing that i'm about to release music but i was planning on releasing (laughs) music in like the end of april and like Mm. realistically like between now and then like am i going to be able to like take photos like am i going to be able to i've got loads of things to do and like realistically it's just so hard to do all of it like
1: 100 percent
0: also just like really sad because like yeah i really want to release music in april because like you know with it being like things are changing next year and stuff and like i just really want to release music and it's just really hard to Mm. to kind of figure out what's going on really (laughs)
1: 100 percent. like we we wanted to release music towards the end of april yeah um and kind of like celebrate it for a little while yeah and i just don't think that's gonna happen because we want we we wanted to release another single in February, um, near our because our guitarist and bassist's birthdays are both mm-hmm. in February. Yes,
0: birthday release.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll say that. I think I feel very confident that that's correct. <laughs> Don't mind me while I consult Facebook. I'm kidding. I'm totally (laughs) kidding. I'm not kidding. Um, (laughs) But like, we wanted to do that kind of stuff. And then it's just not happening. I totally lied. My guitarist birthday is in January. And I fully was just like, yeah, it's also in February. (laughs) It's not. It's towards the end of January. So I just kind of lumped them both in. Almost birthday
0: release.
1: (laughs) Because it's at the same time. They're both both like similar time. I don't even know. I don't know what day it is anymore to be quite honest. No, I've forgotten like I. everything. In this I. past year I'm literally like, is it my how old's my brother? Like literally that's been me during twenty. Like how
0: old am I? Like I feel like I'm twenty two already and I'm still twenty one. I'm like, when am I gonna turn twenty-two? I'm waiting. <laughs> I don't well, want literally. to. But like, like it's
1: it's my twenty-first in May and I feel like I'm just it's just gonna be a write-off it's gonna be an absolute write-off
0: my last my last birthday, my 21st was a write-off and now my second's probably gonna be a write-off too <laughs> like when can i celebrate my 21st yeah, please yeah, like, <laughs> please i want to
1: celebrate yeah. i i feel like so bad for people who's like 18th and stuff have been during lockdown because they've not been able to have like the british rite of passage I
0: know it's so sad i feel so bad for people I feel so bad for
1: myself. (laughs) I I feel bad for me. (laughs) I was meant to play an 18th in January and I don't think that's going to happen and I feel so bad. She gave me a deposit and everything and it's like, I have no money to give you back that deposit just yet, but I promise I'll play when you want me to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah no that's the thing as well like i i just like really want to play a gig like to be honest like mm. yeah i was hoping like we could do like some sort of i well my dream scenario is like an ep like you know like release kind of gig um yeah but you know it's probably not gonna happen now but yeah <laughs> are you doing with like you know like i feel like it's hard because obviously we've got so much free time like Mm. trying to be creative and like also feeling bad when you're not being creative um like how do you kind of like balance like being creative and like enjoying it and also learning to like take a break and like kind of practice self-care do you know what i mean like actually relaxing
1: yeah yeah um i don't know (laughs)
0: <laughs> i don't i certainly don't no, i'm kidding. i do
1: i do 100 percent. but like i think it's just learning when like sort of listening to yourself mm-hmm. of knowing when you're kind of burned out yeah and knowing when you need it and like taking the time to obviously set aside to be creative but if you're not feeling creative not to force it because yeah. then you'll just like resent yourself and you'll resent your guitar or whatever you're playing you'll mm-hmm. just start to resent it and you won't want to pick it up yeah you won't want to do it so it's like pick it up when you feel like or try and write some lyrics but if they're not like come in and flow in the way you want them to then leave them be yeah um or like look at something and try and see if you can think of a lyric from it like an object Mm -hmm. or something and then just like make a note of it and then you've done something and it's in your phone or wherever in a little notebook like whatever you want to do like i've got a little notebook that my dad gave me and that's just got little phrases little bits if i've like written a verse and then i've never done anything with it but it's like it's there Mm
0: -hmm. i have
1: that thing to go back to yeah and i feel like having something like that is some is like really good for all musicians
0: Oh, yeah, I think definitely. because
1: yeah. it's something where it's like on a day if you're like, "Oh, I really need an idea," you've given yourself a little like bank of ideas, mm-hmm. like you've kind of helped yourself out a little bit there, yeah, um but I think it's kind of you need to know, like when you need to take a break and when is the actual time for creativity, yeah, but not just only having a break obviously like don't force yourself to be creative but also kind of tell yourself like i've not done anything in a month maybe i should try and do something because sometimes if you sit down for an hour and nothing comes out it might do in the next one yeah you never know yeah completely true
0: because it is easy to like with this whole kind of situation just procrastinate like i mean i do that i'm like oh i'm gonna i look at my guitar i'm like i'm going to yeah and I um
1: literally. but yeah it's (laughs) (laughs) that was me my (laughs) mum helped me get um a little a USB keyboard so that I could practice that a little bit more um and so that I could do more stuff for my uni projects and then we got Mm -hmm. told we weren't allowed to submit any more practical stuff and I was like we just wasted this money but like, I have sort of, like, played around with it, but then it's, like, it's been sat at the bottom of my wardrobe now for a good few months, and I should yeah. probably play it. But it's, like, you have to want to do it. You do, you do have it's to have the It's not the kind motivation. of thing you can
0: just, like, sorry, it's not It's not the kind of thing you can just, like, go ahead and, like, do at any time. I think that's the issue with it. Like, you yeah. do really have to be in the
1: right headspace. Yeah, um, you've got to be in the right headspace. Like, it's important, like, if if you need to... Just to sit and watch a film, shove on a face mask, like, have a drink, do what you want to do, and then, like, have that time to really, like, clear your head and put yourself in the right headspace to do something.
0: 100%. Like, even
1: if it's the next day or something, but, like, that night, you have given yourself a good, like, bed to do something the next day.
0: Yeah, because if you don't rest, like, you're just going to burn yourself out and, like... Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's hard. It's hard. I feel like it's hard, yeah, knowing that you've got every second of the day to do it. So it's hard yeah. to not want to. Um, yeah.
1: I'm so bad for being that person that's, like, I'm going to spend this day doing this thing. And mm-hmm. then I don't start doing it until 7pm.
0: Oh, my God, I'm the same. And then at, like, 9pm, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: I'm, like, I'm going to organise this And my parents are like going to bed and are like, why why are you doing this? And I'm like, because I've told myself I'm going to do it all day. Now I'm going to do it. Like, I organised my shelves at about half past ten one night. I mean, to be fair, they're now finally organised. But like, it was half past ten. And I was just like, I could be in bed watching a film. I'm sorting out my books. (laughs) that's
0: literally me There's, but the thing like, is i'll do that no I, I would reorganize
1: my books
0: at 3 p.m when i've said that i'm going to be doing something else like i don't know yeah say for example oh, i'm going to mix this track or you know re-record yeah. this i'll be doing my shelves because i just you know <laughs> yeah I, I
1: feel out. like i'm the kind of person that's like if i'm in a messy environment i can't work in it mm-hmm so i'm then like i'm gonna tidy this and i'm gonna tidy this and it's gonna look really nice and then i can yeah. sit and do my it work it really
0: does help though like a really nice it environment does. It especially really does. i know it sounds silly but especially like with music sometimes because you really want to get in like the zone so having like a really nice space around you can really help um yeah because i think yeah like a messy room i think the phrase is like a messy mind or something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It is i totally yeah. get what you mean right well i feel like that's kind of like everything to be honest um yeah thank you so much for um coming on it's actually been (laughs) really nice to talk to you it's actually gone like really nice and speedily and thank you so much for like being the first person to come on like i really really appreciate it couldn't have thought of a better person to be honest thank
1: you for having me as well
0: yeah no that's okay (laughs) do you want to like um plug yourself or like anything that you kind of like are up to lately for like people to go check out or like Mm. if not it doesn't matter but
1: Um, there's always an opportunity to plug Um, yeah there is (laughs) (laughs) so my solo song is called play pretend Uh, it's just under the name Grace Lee just very plain and dandy I am on the cover art so you can't like miss that you can't find the wrong one because it's got me on it (laughs) Um, and then the all over again tracks from last year are called Breathe Me In and Fire Uh, and we also did a cover of Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish but we did kind of like a more uh, pop rock edgy kind of version of it and we were super proud of that so if you fancy going and streaming them I love you a lot. (laughs) I'll go stream. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I also have badges if anybody would like to buy one. (laughs) Oh, yes. Please. (laughs) please I have a hundred of them
0: (laughs) oh my god I was gonna make some badges (laughs) and I've been
1: nowhere (laughs)
0: you need to do a giveaway a giveaway for a hundred badges (laughs) a giveaway for
1: a hundred (laughs) badges I was like I'm gonna buy these and it'll be really cool I've got four different colours they're a really cute design I got my friend to do a design (laughs) for me and they're so cute and I've sold oh wait no I sold one of each colour to my friend Jasper and one to our bassist girlfriend and he bought it he bought it so i feel like it doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> but it's so hard as
0: well like with the whole merch thing like you can't sell it a gig Like obviously you could sell it online but yeah it's probably not but then it'll
1: be like i'm charging you 75 people for a badge and then it's gonna yeah. cost me another four pound eight. to post yeah I'm like <laughs> posting Five a letter pounds. i don't even know how much that costs anymore how, what, what is a stamp how much does a stamp cost i, don't know. <laughs> I would i wouldn't know i would <laughs> I went to buy a book of stamps for my mum at the post office and I was astonished by how much that actually costs (laughs) like I've just posted things for Depop before I was like what is this but yeah I have badges if anyone would like one, <laughs> I will post them Please to you. Please buy it. Please I buy badge. Post them to you. <laughs> Once I find out how much a stamp costs. <laughs> oh my god. Well um
0: we'll go find out what this lockdown update is. Yes. I'd lastly just like to say a massive thank you to listening to the first episode. I'm so happy it's out and I'm so excited. A massive thank you for Grace for coming on. Um, You're an amazing guest and I'm going to be releasing episodes every two weeks so stay tuned. Um, Episodes are going to be out every other Thursday um thank you so much i hope this has offered you a little bit of inspiration or support even if you're not a musician or work in the music industry um you know i hope for the gals that do um it offers some help and guidance and also i hope it offers you some maybe inspiration to go check out grace's music too um but again a massive thank you love you all bye